Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I am your host, and I'm super excited today to bring you this episode because it is a continuation of the episode from last week and just this mini series on kind of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle really is what we're talking about is why it is or is not the right lifestyle uh, maybe for you or for certain people with their their certain priorities and goals. So today we'll be talking to Lady Diana and her daughter Adelaide who run their own Zen Cafe, coffee shop, tea shop, and ketogenic cafe in Corsicana, Texas. I'm so excited. I was able to connect with them through my mother-in-law, Martha Phillips. So if you haven't listened to her episode, which was her story on multiple sclerosis and how she is just thriving through that and her stem cell story and how she has transitioned into a ketogenic diet. She also lives in Corsicana, Texas, and they she does a lot of work and has a lot of food at this ketogenic lifestyle cafe. So it was a really cool connection. Absolutely loved talking to the two of these powerhouse women, mother-daughter duo. There's just such a positive vibe and it's fun and y'all are gonna love it. So I'm really excited to dive into that. Before we do dive into that episode though, I just want to share with you quickly that I have a lot of really cool content coming up because I just got back from Nashville this morning and I spent the weekend there for my annual nutrition conference with the diet doc program that I'm a licensed owner of. And I'm telling y'all like so much of it was just mindset, motivation, new ideas and things. And I'm just like so just busting at the seams with energy and with things that I want to share with my clients and with you. And I just can't wait. So just keep, um, stay, stay subscribed here if you have not clicked that subscribe button yet and you enjoy this information. Click that subscribe button so that you are notified when new content comes your way because it's just going to be on fire. We're going to have tons of new interviews coming up with other diet doc owners and other lifestyle um, competitors and people who are into um, neuro, I don't, gosh, I don't even want to butcher this, but like the neurological aspect of movement and how that affects everything else with you. People who are trainers, people who are nutrition coaches, people who are MDs and oh my gosh, just so much. So that's coming up. And then the last thing I want to remind you of is my ebook on healthy eating and lifestyle at Disney World will be out towards the end of the summer. I'm finishing up the editing phase and I am looking for 
beta testers, meaning I'm looking for some folks who love Disney or are interested in traveling to Disney but are scared of putting on weight while they are on vacation. I want your help, I want your input. I would love for you to read through this ebook before it gets published to the public. So please email me at danny at the dietdoc.com. So D-A-N-Y-E at thedietdoc.com for more information on that. And with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm super excited today. I'm actually sitting at a table with three ladies, which is a lot more people than I usually sit with for these recordings. But if you're listening to this episode, you should have already listened to Martha's stem cell story last week, so last Sunday. So if you haven't listened to that, then pause this episode, go back and listen to that one, and then come back because they're kind of all gonna lead into each other. But today I'm sitting here with Diana and Adelaide of Lady Diana's Zen Cafe, and they are kind of, I guess, they, they're known for in Corsicana for their um, ketogenic lifestyle, like coffees and green teas and food, and you really can't get that anywhere else. And actually, I've been here before, it's been a while, but my mother-in-law, Martha, who's sitting with us as well, introduced me a while back, and she's been here probably almost daily for the past year, year and a half, because they, they cater to that nutritional need, being that she's on the ketogenic lifestyle approach. So I'm really excited to speak with them and have them share their story with you today. And with that being said, thank you so much for letting us be here and, and being on the show today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yay. Okay. So we've already been chatting for a little bit about kind of the Zen Cafe vibe and where everything came from. And it started off as more of like the fitness studio and you brought in the coffee and the tea and now we're into all these foods. So can you break it down for us and kind of the beginning story, how you found the shop and where everything came from? (laughs) I'll break it down. I'll do the best that I can. Well, uh, we began Shall We Dance Studios in 2010. And then with a lot of prayer, we got this space that we're sitting in right now. It Mm -hmm. became available. And we were able to, I I said I'm going to open a coffee shop. She was still in school. And she basically came home and found me in a coffee shop and doing just only coffee. We were only serving the coffee. Mm -hmm. But, you know, along the way, we knew once we had opened, we knew that it, it, it had to be much more than coffee. We're bringing people in to work out yoga, Pilates, and she was bringing her classes and her excellence from Texas Tech and teaching people over there as an instructor. And why not incorporate what we already live with, what we already drink and what we already eat? And it was, green tea's always been a big part of our life. And especially my my life with rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis. And it, it may not seem like a very big uh, inflammatory disease, but it affects people differently. And so waking up, in your 30s is when it began with me. Waking, I'm 52, so waking up in, in my 30s and being locked and not really knowing why on my ankles, my feet, my hips, and my knees, and my hands, and just accepting it, it just, you, you get kind of tired of it. You know, you, you start wondering, what can I do to fix my life or feel better? You have a lot of children, we have four children, and um, it just kind of rolled over into examining what what are we eating what am I eating what am I doing mm-hmm. so I was speaking with my doctors and getting my knee as I was telling you my knee was, mm-hmm. was hurting and and I had it cleaned out and he said well you have 
the bones of a 70-something-year-old woman. Oh, it's crushing to hear. It was very crushing. And I was like, why? And he goes, because you have osteo and rheumatoid. You don't just have one, you have both. And then he gave me my medications and set me on my way and basically said, you'll probably need surgery later on. And I was thinking, surgery? And then he told me, 10 years after knee replacement, you get you have to have another one because it only lasts about 10 years. If, you know, life expectancy, depending, it's every 10 years. And I was thinking, I'm 38 at the time. Mm-hmm. So... That's when I really started thinking, okay, what can I do? What is it that's really making my body hurt? And so that's when I dug into what we were eating. I told you is we're a Latin family, Hispanic. Yep. And we eat, of course, tortillas, fresh tortillas, mm-hmm. rice and beans. And that's what I raised my children on. Of course. Almost three or four times a week, you know. And starting to realize that that was um, not healthy for us. So changing our diet, changing my diet first after tipping the scale of 201 pounds, then we, I started to learn about the green tea just on the internet, just learning arthritis, things mm-hmm. would pull up green tea advertisements. And so I started looking and started to drink green tea, getting off two, two liters of Dr. Pepper a day. Oh my, two, two, two liters. Two liters of That's Dr. Pepper a day. Incredible. Yes. And oh so that was goodness. poison alone. And so it, it was just a journey on wellness and figuring it out really I guess with the help of God and then and then you know what was given to us as a natural what am I trying to say a natural alternative mm-hmm. so then I started drinking a lot of green tea and I started my wellness and exercise and didn't really seek something um, to that was gonna be quick because I was overweight for a long time mm-hmm. so it didn't wasn't gonna come off fast and so we had the studio. We, I was teaching Zumba. Even at 200 pounds, I was still teaching it. It was hard. And Aww. being able but to... But that was like a first step, you know, just being active simply. It was. It was a first step. And uh, I was teaching classes all over Corsicana and here. And still drinking a little bit of Dr. Pepper and more green tea. It was mm-hmm. just a so combination. you're finding a replacement. Exactly. And anyways, um, incorporate the studio into... Because of the arthritis, then came into yoga through mm-hmm. my daughter. She kept telling me, you need to try yoga. And I would be like, no, I don't <laughs> want to try yoga. And she was, no, mom, you really need it. It's going to help you. She her knees. It was, a, it was something she wasn't opening herself up to as an alternative physical activity. Um, and I had had experience. So it just took some reminding that there's other activities that you can do or physical fitness that that may suit your body temperament at that time. You know, if you're, if you're hurting, maybe we shouldn't exceed that threshold. Maybe we should kind of listen. And you know, she did her research and mm-hmm. you know began teaching it here. And how did you get into yoga? That's a long journey. <laughs> yeah. um, in, in short, I um, have had several uh, surgeries on my right hip, and oh, there goodness. was a benign tumor in there. And from wow. that surgery and that healing process, um, was really active, was running, did a lot of like different sports in high school, didn't know this was developing. Mm-hmm. And so it was like after my first year in college, we had the surgery and I had put on a bunch of weight from being super active and, and, and working out every day and then not moving at all. And so when I went back to school, I wasn't able to be in the group fitness classes. I wasn't able to like really even walk across campus. Oh my gosh. And so it was um, just one of those... Uh, well, mentally that had to have been a struggle too. It was. I mean, it, it, it showed me one, like I'm very persistent. I probably should not have gone back. 
you know, (laughs) but I was on a a scholarship bind. If I didn't stay consecutive with my scholarship, I would have lost it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, at one, at one, um, uh, school, uh, one school, so like if I had transferred from Texas Tech to Navarro, it would not have crossed over. Gotcha. Um, and so I was really persistent on that. And there was a lot of social, um, just awakening, seeing that I was 19, I had a walker and kids were, who were my friends and organizations prior to the surgery were not so quick to be my friend because you know, it's not cool to be walking around campus or going to a party with like a walker or a cane. So it really, um, started to open my eyes to, you know, just friendships and like the depth of things and like acquaintances. And so, um, from that, I took that ill feeling and went back into group fitness and did what I could. And it was yoga. So I would sit in a chair like this while they were holding class and I did what I could, you know, I stretched side to side. I was able to get up and use the chair, but I wasn't able to get down and back up without Mm -hmm. it being, I guess, noticeable in the room. Like you could, I didn't want anybody's help, but you know, it was just kind of like, I can do this. And so, you know, consistently going and there were different types of yoga at Texas Tech and so I would just that's the only thing I could do um and being persistent they some of the instructors realized like hey we're gonna keep diving in and I went through this recovery over a year where after like a good long year of resting and letting my body rehabilitate getting off pain meds you know all these things that doctors were just trying to make me feel comfortable with um I was able to get up and and be moving really well and you know from then on like I they asked if I wanted to become an instructor if I'd be willing to learn you know go through this small little course and then um after that I got a license and then from then on like I would take on more and more um high intensity workouts because my body was becoming stronger from it um so it was just one of those things that at first I was not when I was here at the YMCA in high school you know I liked yoga but it was one of those if I had yoga or cardio kickboxing I'm gonna go to that or body pump because Mm -hmm. I felt like I was getting more of a workout workout, but I had to have life kind of jostle around and realize that yoga technique um can be used outside of the classroom you know and that my body at that time needed that and you have to listen to it otherwise if you exceed it you're, you may cause more problems and mm-hmm. um so it's one of those even though sometimes I don't want you know to sit still for a moment you know she's a really <laughs> helpful reminder of like you maybe you probably should teach you know or you know have you been stretching just you know kind of keeping me in tune with you're not in tune with what's going on with your body Let, let's be a helpful reminder that eat something so um like low impact for the body can still have a lot of results, you know. So that's kind of how I got into yoga. Oh, um, it's, that's a crazy story. I love it though, and that I think that might help other people who, and I was the same way, have that you know sports mindset growing up. Is you know you're doing basketball, soccer, gymnastics, swimming, whatever it is. It's so active that to then transition to focusing on your breath and moving slower and being more intentional that's a really hard transition it is and to know that somebody else has been through the struggle and overcome that really helps other people out so i love that story yeah i mean i would never have thought like with some of the things that i do now like you know this that was a catalyst to so much change and i might not have notice that might not have been able to tell her she may still be trying to do a bunch of Zumba classes you know and then having knee replacements and so everything happens for a reason yeah it does
just not a dead. It really does. I was scheduled for a knee replacement, and I picked up the phone. It was a Thursday morning for my surgery, and I picked up the phone, like on Tuesday or Wednesday, and I just said, I'm going to postpone it. And I never, I mean, I couldn't even bend my right leg. Couldn't even. It was so swollen wow. all the time. What? What, two days beforehand? Two days beforehand. What made you change your mind or what I was just, it? I was thinking, he told me every 10 years, just about, based on your life expectancy, that your knee gets worn out and mm -hmm. you'll need it. And I said, there has to be something I can do. Mm -hmm. And I, I think God was just speaking to my heart and telling me, you know, you can do this. Let's, let's look at some other alternatives first. Because was, it was just so quick. I went in, I had it cleaned out six weeks six months then went by and then it was a surgery because my leg mm -hmm. she would come home and see me dragging my leg I mean I couldn't Aww. even bend it and icing it is so swollen and she would uh. say do they really are they really gonna be there for you when your leg is gone she would tell me things. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like but I've got to go teach but anyways long story short I didn't get the surgery and then I was just pushing green tea and then I started to listen to my daughter and started to study yoga and fell in love with yoga and my leg is perfectly fine, thanks to God and oh my, my green gosh. tea. <laughs> God and the green tea. Exactly. <laughs> I, my leg, and I teach low impact now, dance and cardio. I don't go high impact, but I still teach it. I don't have any pain, and, I, and the only time I see pain is when I take in sugar. If I go to a party, I have a piece of wedding cake, two pieces of wedding cake, you know. <laughs> Depends on the night. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Then I know I'm going to pay for it the next day, and mm -hmm. I literally, like a little, like a little bird, I always say their hand, their little feet can curl up. Mm -hmm. My hands curl up just like that in the morning. And so, for those people who don't know what rheumatoid arthritis is, can you give them an overview? It's an inflammatory disease that attacks your joints and swells and pain. And uh, I started this apparently in my late 20s, and it's hereditary for some people. You don't have to, but it runs in my family a lot. I didn't realize it when I did my background historical check. Um, my mother didn't have it, but my grandmother and my grandfather had it. My aunts had it, and several other aunts still say they have it. And, you know, I hear them always hurting and complaining. And then when I sit down with them at a family gathering, I do not say to them, it's the Fonda Weville that you're eating that's going to make you. <laughs> it's that Mexican bread that they're eating. And they're, they're in so much pain. But... It's the diet, it, 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 it's all the diet that they're mm -hmm. eating. You know, it's just so much flour that turns to sugar that attacks the joints the next day. The gluten and it's, uh, rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease, mm -hmm. which is like 100% inflammatory. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about the sugars and the bread mm -hmm. and the wheat and all of that, all of those um, can be inflammatory in your body. So people with rheumatoid arthritis or me like with MS or you know other autoimmune diseases, um, it is in inflammation that is causing all the symptoms. So when you change your diet and you, you know, cut out the things that are inflammatory and then you crowd in good things like the green tea and I make bone broth that we Diana out. <laughs> she cannot do. I made the mistake of posting a picture on Facebook of my well, it weirds me out too when you post a picture chicken, with chicken feet. It's my dog's favorite snack, but it's weird to see it in a pot. <laughs> and I had bought chicken feet for her dogs for a snack. Uh -huh. That's the only reason I had it in the house to begin with. But when I started looking at, you know, bone broth recipes, they were using chicken feet. I'm like, hey, I actually have that. But 
they do say, I know this is weird you guys, but they do say that the nutrients in the chicken foot, um, it just, that part of the chicken body has the most nutrients when it comes to bone broth and anti-inflammatory properties. Really? Yes. Otherwise, That's so I interesting. I know, isn't so that weird? Bizarre. Maybe trading so, green tea for the broth. As long as I don't see the foot. <laughs> I'll, I'll the remove all product. the chicken feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when it's, uh, you know, it is. It's when you start crowding in the multiple things into your diet that are anti-inflammatory while you're cutting out the, all the things that cause inflammation that, where you start seeing the, the benefits and the results. Awesome. And it's, it's interesting that both of y'all are on the ketogenic lifestyle. Even though you both have different autoimmune diseases, you've both seen massive benefits from being on that lifestyle. Exactly. So. Oh my gosh. And I think you asked me the question, how we evolved into this a long time ago, and it went I, I, I to love do that. tangents. That's perfectly <laughs> great. We did start with coffee, and then we threw in what we were already talking about and practicing mm -hmm. at home. And and I was like, and Adelaide too. We were like, is this going to work? I mean, this is a small town. Can this work here in a small town? Mm -hmm. And it has. Um, I'm so glad it has because. The first time I came here to visit, I was like, there's no Target, there's no Starbucks, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I know. So, y'all are savior. <laughs> a lot of people from surrounding towns, I would say, Martha's one of our, she, she helps us a lot. She's a very, very good customer here. <laughs> we have a lot of great customers in Corsicana, but now Waxahachie has found us Fairfield. They love us and they're driving. Good. And talking back on Facebook, letting people know that we're here and that really helps a lot in our business because it's a small business it's mm -hmm. just my daughter and myself here keeping this and our little helper that comes in to help us also but oh that's good so how does this affect your husband does he also partake in the Gosh. ketogenic lifestyle he's lost 40 pounds without trying wow 40 pounds without people, trying that's well, everybody's people, dream right? <laughs> people see him and they're like he's lost so much weight i don't really see it but i see it and he he used to be a 42 he's a 38 okay in his waist 36 wow. 30 36 38 but what i'm seeing is that um this is the crusade for feed dad this is like feed dad feed because i i tend to be so busy over here and she's always saying mom what's dad gonna eat you know because <laughs> i understand that for what almost 30 years or yeah 32 years mm -hmm. you've cooked for him and so when talking to my dad one of the things with the transition with us being so busy that he's just like well, what am I going to eat mm -hmm. you know and he'll reach for things and I'm like you can't do that you can't do that and he's like I, I can cook these you know handful of things I can cook them well but that's what we're going to rotate on and so I'm always like we got to make sure that he's fed otherwise he'll just be reaching for whatever's convenient and you know <laughs> and his health will go yes. in the wrong direction because y'all are busy exactly so. the great thing is I we've tried it at home we're, we literally spend from morning till night here but we rest for a little bit then we go to the market and then we start our 5 30 classes and, and then and there's 5 30 a.m p.m yeah. okay i was like you but do how much before 5 30 a.m <laughs> day starts at 5 30 at my house with me just to do a few things around my house sure and try to get here at seven mm -hmm. sometimes <laughs> i'm walking in with the group and it's okay people yeah. understand that we are running um both ends and we're, we're, we're developing something that's very different we're really proud of it and it seems to be working yeah. it's like we're breathing health people are seeing how how strong we are mm -hmm. as a team and then the energy that we have I'm, I'm going to say 
the hours that we run, I don't think, I'm not sure that it can be done on a normal, I mean, you could do it on just caffeine and sugar, but you're <laughs> going to crash for the hours that we put in and the, the lifestyle that we live. It's, you, you have to be able to be drinking your water, getting your tea, eating the best that we can ketogenic, you know, because we, mm -hmm. we make everything here. But the great thing is I just told my husband, come here for supper. Yeah, everything is here. It's already it's here. <laughs> Make it's it easier. Now. So it's it just, and so he likes doing that, and he's lost forty pounds, and he feels better. And he's but a firefighter. He's bed. a fireman for mm -hmm. Dallas, and he still has his little snacks on the side. I know he does. I know <laughs> he does. Whether he tells you or not, but he, for, you know, when we go out to eat, I mean, he, he's, he's kind of like on the same wave that we're on, but he just mm -hmm. doesn't say that he is, and we're not going to tell. He's him. not going to admit to it. We're not going to. We're, <laughs> That's yeah, okay. Not, yeah. yeah no. Don't teach him how to listen to podcasts. <laughs> we don't want him to know. Don, I have to say, one of the things that I think is great about your business is your energy, in that you you do tap that clientele that everybody has that wellness mindset mm -hmm. in that when you are a few minutes late and there's four people out there nobody cares because we care about you mm -hmm. um if we have to stand in line a little bit longer than what you would at mcdonald's nobody cares because we know we're getting good quality food and you build a relationship to me, that's like the biggest part is you build a relationship with everybody who walks out of that door. And you know, I come in here almost every day. And I think you name people, every person that comes to that door. And if you don't know them, you start asking them, where are they from? How did you find this? What is your name? Exactly. And, yes. I love and that. I think that is like probably going to be the foundation of your business because I would think another shop that wasn't about health and wellness, I don't think their, their customers would appreciate that. You know, we care about y'all because if y'all aren't taking care of yourself, you can't take care of us. Exactly. You know? And so um, I love that about your Thank shop. Thank you. I have to give that yeah. to my daughter. She's like, in the beginning of business, mom, we have to know names. There are these people, yes. you know, we have to build relationships. And so mm -hmm. that's been something that I always try to remember and I see her doing it too and I, it's almost like a contest I can remember more that's than you. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's a, something it just being in the food industry I didn't think I'd, I'd leave the food industry to come back into the food industry mm -hmm. um, but the one thing like whenever I was going through school was when I made that connection wherever it was where I was serving or bartending at um, you know for them to come back that satisfaction like it blessed my life and then I'm also mm -hmm. you know they may not have anyone they can kind of shoot the breeze with and it, it just allows for that rapport and so that's always been something like drilled like know your customers know their name know what they like mm -hmm. and then you can introduce them to new things that they may be kind of hesitant but if you, if you make it well then their their experience just opened up you know double fold and they're trying new things that may enhance their life and so yeah knowing people's names and establishing a relationship is really big and I think that, that also helps um because I don't think there's a day I'm in here that I don't like know somebody mm -hmm. that I met here mm -hmm. or through the ketogenic you know uh, I know that every day it's someone yeah I think you're meeting someone new and they're yeah mm -hmm. and hearing we, about you, it you, you talk to them. I think it was this morning I was in here um got my green tea this morning before <laughs> I went to yoga class mm -hmm. and uh and visited with the guy that you were were talking to and uh you know, and the other day when there, I was one of the four people waiting on you at the mm -hmm. door, you know, three people over here. You start talking. Well, you do. You I do. mean, you just, <laughs> you do. And uh, 
you know, we need to like have those good moments and um, and just start talking to people and building relationships. I mean, it just makes makes the world a better place. It really does. Mm-hmm. So that being said, who is your, I guess, your ideal regular client or who do you see coming in here most? Because you did mention that there's a lot of word of mouth and that other cities are starting to come in here. Do you find that people already know what you're about when they come in or are you kind of teaching them as they come in because they're like, I heard you're great, but what what is this about? It's almost 50-50. I would say Martha's our number one customer. Like, she <laughs> yes. comes in for her green tea. I have several people coming in for green tea also. She She's mm-hmm. the first to really enjoy the matcha and the cayo greens that we get in there because it's just oxygen and phytonutrients for your blood, and we need I think that. I post on Instagram almost every single time I get <laughs> yeah. a green tea. Yeah. And so, um, but we, uh, Marty comes in. She's, she's I haven't met really, her yet, but I'm excited to meet her. She's on the list of interviews for yes. keto. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting how we came together because it was, I didn't know her very well. I knew she'd come to a couple of yoga classes and was coming here, and I think maybe I knew her probably better than I did. And then I saw her talking about keto. Then I knew we were doing it, but not really talking about it or serving it. And then I asked her, since she's a professional in the world and more knowledgeable, if she would come teach a class here on it. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I mean, she was phenomenal. She explains I saw everything. The it looks so in, in depth. It's yes. very good. <laughs> and so then I said, with this great turnout, we can start feeding people. Maybe not just say it's a diet because it's not a diet and no, it's it not a trend a it's a lifestyle mm-hmm. and you know interesting that you say that because that's about the time that um i started like looking at keto um and and danny was the first one that mentioned keto to me um even before um i got pretty sick with my ms mm-hmm. and my chiropractor and Ennis um you know said keto and it's about the time i was getting ready to go to panama um for stem cell treatment and um, in fact, I might have missed that class because that's where I was going. I remember seeing it on Facebook and thinking, oh, I want to go. Um, and then it wasn't long and Marty had taught a second class. Um, I think I made it like to the third class. But lo and behold, then when I went to Panama, the doctor there is like, uh, keto diet and drink green tea. I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, you were not on the green it's, tea kick until you came exactly, back. Exactly, exactly. And... Um, so then, like, less than a week after I was back, I hung out with her for the weekend. Um, I think we went to your mom's and we did, like, bridal shower and gala and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I did try green tea for the first time, like, um, at a well-known coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think the first time you and I came here, I had picked you up from the airport the day before. I think you were mm-hmm. competing or something. Yep. I don't know how we got on the of coming here but she's on the phone looking up your address and what time you open mm-hmm. because we came the next morning right um and then started drinking green tea and i do like your green tea better than anybody else's green tea um <laughs> so and then the rest is history as far as me you know being in here so frequently wow yeah so it's it all exactly. kind of like it's almost like it culminated like marty's starting to teach the keto exactly. y'all starting to do it it's just like a beautiful flower opening yeah i will tell you and i'm not tooting my horn i, I do give thanks it's to okay. god for you wellness can, you can toot your horn here but <laughs> i had three surgeries and you know even my doctors going back and checking my feet and checking my arm i had my arm and then i had my two feet achilles cut back it was oh my started in goodness. june then i had one in september and then i had one in october it's mm-hmm. like back to back so the recovery, you know, the recovery and my feet, I mean, I, I attribute it to wellness and eating. And now during mm-hmm. the time before my surgeries, what I was doing is I was flooding my body with a lot of juicing. 
Okay. I believe in juicing. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't exactly keto because I was putting a lot of beets in my body, beets and kale. And to the point where I just probably can't really have beet juice right now. But preparing, <laughs> it out. Yeah, preparing your body for surgery because of the stress it goes under and drinking a lot of green tea and a lot of water. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. You just, to me, you don't go into surgery unless you have to, unless it's an emergency. Right. Without preparation so mm-hmm. that you can heal your body. So, um, anyways, I, I feel like I healed really well. and It sounds like it. I feel blessed and I'm very fortunate that she could take the ropes yes. to the cafe while I was out for those few months you know I was in and out in and out it's half a year, half a year. <laughs> she's like a couple months where's your calendar well, but yeah half a year. I would come in and she would sit me at the register and she goes all you can do is take orders you know and talk to people but I did recover well because I mm-hmm. started teaching right away even if I was in my chair and yeah. just kept going but I, mm-hmm. I think it's I, I wouldn't I know it's because of what I choose to put in my body. God and green tea. Exactly. God and green tea. It's a great combination. You can't beat it. And one of the, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. To add to the target market, um, you know, we live in Corsicana, so it's an hour from any big town like Waco or Dallas. And one of the things, you know, growing up here, it's like there's, you have to go, you have to leave somewhere to get something that you want. It's not here. And if there are choices here, sometimes like you burn those out. And so really, um, if for someone who wants something made fresh, something with really good ingredients, something that's healthy, you know, there are some people that come in who are like, oh, I'm doing paleo. Then I'm like, we'll just remove all the cheese. We'll work, we'll we'll try to to work with it and we're Mm -hmm. trying to expand. And so, you know, seeing that there is a niche for wanting something healthy and fresh like my my business mindset is why travel when we can make it here and it may take a little a little time you know as Martha had mentioned mm-hmm. but at least you're not having to leave you know I go on these adventures to Dallas and I think I went to Whole Foods and got a, a keto cake that was this big <laughs> and it was cut into four and it was four ninety nine and it, like each little square had like like point eight you know carbs in it and I'm looking at it going how do I recreate this yeah but so that people don't have to drive an hour and the the loss of their the gas, you know, the time that we mm-hmm. can't, we don't always necessarily have in ample amounts. Um, so, you know, seeing what our local grocers have, seeing that material and how to manipulate it to provide some of these like amenities that you have to drive for or wait for Amazon, you know, to send <laughs> through the mail. And, and so um, providing something fresh and, and kind of knowing your customer of like, there's some high school kids that come in that you know, are diabetic and like we can actually go into a coffee shop and every once in a while have a sweet and like a sugar-free, you know, drink and that's not normal. That's because not... they make the best <laughs> chocolate chip cookies in the world. Yeah. Thank and you that, for that's, that. that's really rewarding because we're, we were sitting here going, we have all this product and how do we, how do we make it to where people can enjoy it? And now, you know, those that are gluten-free or those that have celiac and, you know, they they know that we're doing our best to work with what we have. And so they're very appreciative. We've had, you know. And you have multiple options, mm-hmm. you know, because if you're, even if you're just gluten-free and you go to a restaurant, you have very few options, mm-hmm. you know, or, uh, or whatever. So to me, I love being able to come in here and have a choice, you know, and have, like, I mean, your soups are like probably my favorite. <laughs> um, you know, have some soups that um, that have been adapted to keto that just taste so amazing. You mm-hmm. know, um, 
or just especially to me like some of your hot meals or the casseroles or whatever and you'll have to name them because I can't think of them all right I know you've that'll be the next topic (laughs) (laughs) like you know um it's a it's a dish that otherwise in another restaurant you wouldn't be able to choose Mm -hmm. but you've taken that dish and you've making it keto and I can eat it which is why I'm in here every day. Right. That and chocolate chip cookies. Yes. <laughs> right. So, okay. So, I saw the huge chocolate chip cookie cake at your house earlier, but tell us <laughs> what are some of the kind of typical fan favorites as far as your ketogenic meal and do those things change every week? How do you go about the meal planning? What's that like? So, um, so we have a special every day and um, it, Mondays will be like a hearty salad um, and then a small soup. Tuesdays is a pizza, a gluten-free pizza, a ketogenic pizza, and a side salad. Wednesdays is a ketogenic sandwich and a, and a small soup. Thursdays is like our hot and ready uh, casserole day. And so, um, you know, casserole with no pasta. Um, and, <laughs> and we, you know, we'll strip the zucchini, we'll break up the cauliflower um, to, to be a staple in, one, in, in the casserole Thursday. And then Friday is just a hearty... Um, hot meat whether it's from the slow cooker whether it's a roast you know we we have it and we we change up uh the meals within that week so we'll kind of run in a couple weeks you know uh, and we'll have like an introductory like hey this was a hit hey this was a miss maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't the right time of the year for it um and so we try to stay in that guideline and change it up so one of the times we have like a southwest cob on a monday and like a cauliflower soup and now we've changed it to like a bacon chicken ranch salad and a jalapeno popper cauliflower soup so the bases stay you know the consistent when we change because um we have some people coming through and now we've expanded and i'm trying my very best to get this guy finished and it's in working order i just have to get the she's the pointing menu. at a fridge yes i'm pointing at a fridge it's it's a meal prep fridge that we bought and we want to be able to offer you know if we have a special of a day maybe we have an alternative cold soup in there so people can just pick it up and grab leave and go and yes to wait in line for something hot prepared and they can take it either for that evening or for lunch or for a midday snack and so that's perfect. you know reading and understanding those guidelines with the health department and understanding the food and how long it preserves and, and what to write on there. That's just a lot that I've been trying to, to get formulated in the right way so mm-hmm. that we can do it well because, you know, there's there's just a lot of people who don't have access. I mean, Fairfield's an hour and change, you know, from mm-hmm. Dallas. And if we can kind of help alleviate some of that, you yeah. know, um, and bless people's life by doing what we love to do, then, you know, we're going to try to get it out there and, and, yes. and hear out our customers of, hey, I like this, hey, I don't. And, you know, one of our most popular would be like our carne quesada soup, which is, it tastes <laughs> like enchiladas. Ooh, that my mom good. growing up, but we don't have the tortilla, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have the rice and beans. This soup is it filled with starchy vegetables. You know, um, I try to bring a balance so it's just not all meat and cheese, you know, bell pepper, onion, um, and, and and spice, you know, spices are our best friend. Um, yes. And one <laughs> of the other spices. soups that's really popular is the uh, Zuppa Toscana. It's an Italian soup. And yeah. I worked at the Olive Garden for a really long time. I was thinking time. Olive Garden, that's yes. why I have that. And they just replaced the potato with cauliflower. And when I went to go visit um, the old Olive Garden that I worked at <laughs> in undergrad, um, I was telling my manager that, and he was like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, I promise you, this soup tastes just like 
like it. We're just not using all the starch. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so those are some of our really big sellers that we have. And um, a lot of people wouldn't be, you know, so keen to like jumping on the kale or the Mm -hmm. cauliflower bandwagon. But our neighbor that lives across the way, he's like, this is the most cauliflower I've eaten in all of my life. This, this past yeah, year, but he doesn't, I mean, he'll still order it. He's like, you, yeah. you make healthy taste good and therefore I'll try it. And so it's just something that we've developed and, and her and I have, have cooked with each other, you know, growing up and, and I've always been on her right hand. And so it's just finding a balance between, hey, we want to, we really like this traditional meal that we've grown up with. How do we? Take the spices from that, but the material that we have in front of us that keep it low carb and ketogenic, how do we make it taste good and then go from there? I you love know? that. And that's, I think, one of the biggest struggles with people who think they need a diet and think they need to be meal prepping every Sunday and it takes all day is they don't even want to try buying these new ingredients. Maybe cauliflower is a new ingredient for some people. They're not going to want to spend all that money to try something new and then potentially not like it. So the fact that you take that whole stress out of it mm-hmm. is a lifesaver for people. So yes, having is. having that availability for pickup, I think, is going to be really cool for y'all. I think it will. We'll have a mini celebration. I feel we like will. everyone's going to know. <laughs> I'm going to have a horn playing. We've done it. We're going to raise our glasses to the green tea for that. That's awesome. So for for folks like me who are really rigid about tracking calories and macronutrients, do y'all offer, you know, the nutrition facts or anything to help people who do want to track or is that just not the clientele here yet or what where are you going with that? It is the going it is the clientele. Mm-hmm. We just need at least 24 <laughs> hours on our 24-hour day for her to It has been a goal yeah. for her uh, from the beginning because people come in and go, "What is the macro count?" And it's important to give them that. Mm-hmm. We're trying to lose weight. What is how much protein? How much fat is in there? I need to get my fat in. Right. And so And so I think with that um, sometimes some of the things that we make depending on pricing, I'm it's we're growing as a yeah. business and so I'm starting to see um, sometimes when what we create something it doesn't yield what the recipe says and then I'm looking at it going, I don't know if this is this is I can sell this and someone be satisfied for this price and the time and the energy to, to the labor mm-hmm. poured into it. It's difficult to create the actual recipe and put it all in my fitness pal or another app. It takes yeah. a lot of time. Yeah, and I'm really methodical. So you know, now that we've got the portioning under control and, and understanding, okay, these things pair well with each other. I think the next next venture is. Um, and with extra additional help that we're, we're hiring now, that'll give me a break in the day um, so I can knock out certain things that pair with each other and then and then format it to a way that's aesthetically pleasing. And that yes. for me, that's, <laughs> I don't want just a bunch of like random, I want it to be referenced. Mm-hmm. So um, our goal is for the Lee Diana's page and then for our face or for our website is that you can go through an album and see, okay, I eat that and it's, and it's nice and it's it's presented well and it's mm-hmm. not just a picture, you know, with some, some numbers on the side, you know, <laughs> you can understand, okay, these are all the hot meals, these are all the sandwiches and I've done a lot of research with other semi-healthy or health-oriented businesses, whether they're drink shops or cafes and seeing when they post something, everything from possible allergies to the ingredients mm-hmm. and then they have it with different types of bread. So that's my goal. I'm slowly working on like, okay, this is what it is with wheat bread because, you know, we, 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 um, we buy that, but then 
transitioning to our ketogenic bread, whether it's Italian or whether it's the cheesy pepper one. Oh, and so, so good. The, very good. Some days I wish I was keto. <laughs> <laughs> so the friend who uh, has never eaten that much cauliflower in his life, he he's working with me because um, this is one of his skill um, skill sets and strengths. On, I'm giving him the information, and then he is formatting it and presenting it oh, on cool. the website. So it'll be easy to click and mix and, mix and match. And mm-hmm. I think we just had to go through a series of recipes and, and and time to see like this was a hit, this was not a hit. You know, we need to make these modifications or pour these portions because I think our next phase will be very big on portioning of, especially in here. You know, you can order the 32 ounce, but are you going to hold yourself true to these? macronutrients that help you Mm -hmm. maybe having it requesting your meal prep in four eight ounce containers and then you can Mm -hmm. manipulate you know as needed for your health so i feel like that's our next bridge um and it's a good next step yes it is a big bridge (laughs) it's tough and some folks don't realize the time it takes behind the scenes to Mm -hmm. get all of that together but I promise you it's so well appreciated <laughs> for those of us who are just dedicated to I need to know every macro to the gram which sure. isn't all year but it's you know different phases sure. it's it's necessary during different phases of and course. so um, I'll be excited to come and visit and just yes. take take what's in the fridge <laughs> back with me <laughs> oh, awesome. she will. it will be exciting you will know about it when the fridge opens up we're gonna have a special ribbon, cut, ribbon, ribbon cutting <laughs> okay, I'll come back up for it yeah. <laughs> So what is your favorite ketogenic meal? Mine would be the the Zupa. We say Zeppa, but it's Zupa. Ah. I love it. As a matter of fact, we sold out this morning before I had to hold it for someone. She told me, someone's coming in for a 32-ounce mother. Please put it aside. Ah. And it's delicious. It's Italian sausage and seasonings and Mm. cauliflower and heavy whipping cream and kale and some love. Just some, some love, love some has secret to go love in, your, in there. Yeah. Okay. Love always has to go in your cooking. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can that. tell when someone, well, I can tell when someone loves their food and when they're cooking. And not everyone's meant to do that. Mm-hmm. But I've been true. cooking. Yeah, they're not. And it doesn't mean anything against you. It just means, it just means whenever I go to a house and I'm like, they didn't taste it. Food. And I, t- and I tell my husband that when I'm teaching him, you have to taste it constantly. The million tasting spoons that we go through, and 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 you have to know that flavor. Even though it may say a teaspoon, mm-hmm. sometimes it's more than a teaspoon that you need to put in. So, mm-hmm. but that I think is the art of a great chef and a great cook. I'm not one. I can tell you if it tastes good, but I don't do. I'm mm-hmm. I don't have enough patience. <laughs> to, to go through a million tasting spoons to make sure it tastes right. Most of the time, I'm just running out the door and I'm like, I gotta get my macros in. And so some some days, that's how it goes. But <laughs> oh my good, yes, I I understand. Adelaide, what's your favorite? Um, I would say it's the lasagna. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a medium that I love. It's a love hate because with with the zucchini, you have there's a whole process, and and that's where. The patients I've, I've had at times and the patients I haven't and, and Martha has saved us on an occasion where I, I run out of noodle and I'm like I need more and, and you know and HEB now um, you know carries it but whenever I, I had the lasagna but when I was a vegan way long back in the day and my friend just did not make it well it was not didn't have the cheeses it was um, she used a lot of nutritional yeast 
to um, supplement for the for the cheese. And so I I like the vegetable part of it. Mm -hmm. But now the blend between like the ricotta cheese, the Italian sausage, and then the layers of zucchini, you know, you still get as full. You still have the satisfaction of the flavor, the taste, the melting of. Um, I really like the ricotta cheese. Yes, <laughs> but oh, instead of good. instead of replacing uh, or instead of utilizing like tomato sauce, we just use drained fire roasted tomatoes. You okay. know, and and we try to reduce the amount of like sugar in there. But it, it's just a really nice, hearty, hot meal. And you know, to someone who's never had a vegetable lasagna, they may be like, I don't know, but you know, my dad likes it. And a lot of things we try to get like the dad approval, you know, hey, do you like this? Would you eat this again? And you know, offset, he's like, I probably wouldn't order it, but since you've made it and it tastes good, you know, I'm gonna go back for a second serving. And it's just something that you, you're full, you're full from that's true. It's, it's a love to do this because we have to take the noodle. We make the noodle <laughs> and we have to dry it. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. if you don't, it's very watery and then you don't have that good taste in your lasagna. So it's, it's a process. It's all these noodles on these pans on parchment paper and, and then we're drying them out and then putting them in the oven for a light toast, not too much, just a little bit to dry it out. And then we start building all the pans of lasagnas and we're just like, because it has to be a certain width. If it mm -hmm. exceeds and becomes too thin, then when you dry it, you get nothing. There's nothing oh, there. yeah. It, it, it's just it's just a a, a limp, just a bit of fiber, and you're like, I <laughs> I need this to be you know layer. So you know that was where the love hate began because I'm in some of the recipes it worked well, but then I didn't write down what width that was. Mm. You know, and so then teaching like our barista I'm like this is the width that we need and although you've done all this and you think that it yields I actually need it thicker you know and so it's just a learning process but um you know it, it, it's a little difficult but the yield is great I mean it is it's I'm thinking about it now it's delicious. <laughs> to be able to to have a piece of hearty lasagna with some Italian bread with butter and garlic and a little side salad I mean, mm. and you know you're not going to be in pain, but you're, and you're going to be so full from it. That sounds so good. It's delicious. And no sugar drop, you mm -hmm. know, like for me, um, like I've tried different types of eating lifestyles from the before mentioned um, uh, veganism, you mm -hmm. know, um, and that was from that whole surgery uh, experience and putting on a ton of weight and not being able to do anything physically that would allow me to burn. So I had to burn thermogenically mm -hmm. and like understand these food pairings work synergistically to have a thermogenic reaction in the body so I can drop some of this weight. Um, and so now um, I think that us developing into this, we um, are able to, I don't know, I'm able to, to be satisfied with a lot of the vegetable intake and then with the fats and the meat and it's a good blend, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have sugar drops at all, you know. In the beginning stages of becoming a vegetarian and vegan, I would pair things wrong and still have the sugar spike and drop and still be hangry. And with this, I think our lives in the past year have turned around immensely because there would be a point where we're dropping and there's no return and mm -hmm. the way we eat and um, take care of ourselves we're not having as you know intense crashes and we may be really exhausted from the day or not drink enough water I know I'd it rather, happens I'd rather go to, <laughs> to some tea or some coffee mm -hmm. at times but um I'm always preaching water have you had your water yes um, you that's one. good you have an accountability <laughs> we system. do we have to because three hours can go by and we haven't 
right. pet any water, and that's not good to do. Yes, I understand that. So how is the mother-daughter working relationship? Because I feel like y'all are together all day, every day. It's beautiful. Is it? Oh, good. I will tell you in the beginning that some dishes broke. <laughs> I will tell you in the beginning. Is that the Latin family? That's the Latin family. But, you know, here for me as a mother, I saw my daughter as my little girl, and really, what she is is a kick butt entrepreneur, and she there you knows, go. she knows food and she knows the business, and I'll confess, I'm the party part, <laughs> and, I, and I, I, you know, and she's like, Mom, you know. We need to be working and you know and if you can lean mom you can be cleaning and and i would be taking that offensively but it's <laughs> true funny. everything is has to be top-notch <laughs> clean and we pride ourselves on people watching us Does they're that watching work everything on <laughs> you can be cleaning yes, I, don't know. I don't know but she she's taught me so much it's just priceless and i love that because we would not be right here where we are this far in a food business without her knowledge and so thank you for that oh that's so sweet i love that y'all can work together all day every day i think it's beautiful we have had our moments though <laughs> i'm sure yeah. every mother daughter does yes. I, just, I adore her and she's been by my side since she was baby cooking i've always had her in the kitchen and mm -hmm. fitness oh my gosh so what is what is your background in with I'm, schooling i'm actually i i taught aerobics and was a fitness supervisor at texas tech but that wasn't even my degree like kinesiology i was in financial planning oh and human <laughs> development and family studies so understanding like stresses and like infrastructure of families and how you know everybody affects each other and it stemmed from financial planning so you have a problem what is the problem with these finances so that's the business side aha mm -hmm. uh -huh. that's that's awesome and we need that yeah mm -hmm. I, I see everything every every cucumber every vegetable I can see a price <laughs> on it I'm like I know how much all of this you know um cost and but I would never have thought that what got me through school working all these side jobs was going to be preparing me you know I wasn't I wasn't seeing what God had in store, and at times very frustrated, like, why am I still here? It's mm -hmm. taking so long to pay off this semester, you know? And and I was just becoming more seasoned to understand this is the procedure with food. And you'll use that seven years later, you know, um, working, oh, yes. working with your mom. And, and, you know, the relationship, I think at first, I hadn't lived here in a long time. And so she had to see who I was as, a, as an adult. And, you know, there's always just so much more room to grow. And we've just become a lot closer because I haven't lived here, you know, consistently mm -hmm. for a long time. So it's just been a time of us getting to know each other and sharing recipes and, and, and teaching because, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't know. And, and she teaches me. And sure. we just uh, bounce off each other. And I think that it's not, it's not common, but when you do find it, I think um, you know we try we try to sh to give the love that we create between us and, and give it to others. You know, um, and you're successful. I say that's all. the vibe I get. <laughs> you just never know what someone's going through. And, and, and I love that I'll come in here and I see your husband and you're taking the trash out for you guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh that's that. so sweet. Yes, he'll get behind the bar and do dishes and like you know help help alleviate some of this. Um, you know, extra work that, you know, we're, we're preparing to find someone to, to take the place of and add to our team, but, mm -hmm. you know, if you walk in the door around the corner and kiss her on the forehead, and yeah. he'll go Oh, that's so cute. And if he doesn't, I'll get my feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's expected now. He's coming from Dallas from his night, his uh -huh. shift from 24 hours, and he'll come in and, and he'll check on it. He'll check on me and 
and asked me I need anything and I, I love that you know yeah 33 years or 34 years 34 34 oh years of goodness. marriage yes. that's amazing you don't see that very often you don't it wasn't easy in the beginning but we're here now so <laughs> am I gonna make it look like it was all magic but we worked through it all the magic is working through it all exactly uh -huh. oh my gosh exactly. I bet I bet oh, I love that so what would you recommend for a, a first-time customer in here what's kind of a simple not too I guess scary of a ketogenic meal if somebody's never heard of it and they, you know, kind of have the what do you call it? The Heisman. Yeah. <laughs> the Heisman. Yes. <laughs> what do you think it would be like? One of our simple soups and sandwich, or a, a soup and like a grilled cheese or like a piece of quiche and avocado mm -hmm. or um, I mean the chicken salad that you stuff in the avocado because mm -hmm. that's like oh, okay. not scary too, yes. but it's yes. very keto. Yeah. It's very yes. keto. Okay. I like that. I like that. We got a train going by, so we're gonna pause for a moment. I'll, I'll, I can cut it out, but is it gone? You don't realize how close that is until you're here in a spot. Like I comes 26 times a day. 26? Oh my goodness. At least, yes. Wow. You sit here and count it now? I have it for And we know the tally system because at yoga during Shavasana, uh, you'll, if, if they're late or we're late, it'll just interrupt. And yeah. so, yeah, the small town living. Yes. Yeah. No. What's exciting and what's new for you all? Because you, or what are you looking forward to? Because you're obviously starting to get those meals prepared and for people to take to go and the the macros and the calories. Are you guys doing anything? Well, you're hiring. What else is exciting? We're just we're growing. It's mm -hmm. exciting to see our numbers in the last month. Quadruple. Mm -hmm. Wow. So yes, we're at a new number and it's and it's incredible. I mean today I, I told her you can be off, it's Saturday, I can manage it. <laughs> and she got her butt kicked. I yes. did, I was to the door and I was I had to tell everyone and they don't mind. They're in the Zen mm -hmm. Cafe. I always tell them relax, you know, unless you have an emergency, then I understand you to go somewhere else. But mm -hmm. it's gonna be a few minutes and they don't mind. You know, I'm toasting, making sandwiches, making a lot of bulletproof coffee that has come into that I have a heard a season. lot about bulletproof coffee mm -hmm. I've only mm -hmm. tried it once or twice that's mm -hmm. the it's the high fat coffee right mm -hmm. and it's out of California I've heard a bunch of podcasts with a lot of entrepreneur very very busy with that in the morning I have two tablespoons of uh, butter and MCT oil and their their favorite flavor or no flavor and heavy whipping cream and blend it up Wow. And the cool thing is, like the other day when it was me and three other people, mm -hmm. like she came in and she knew every one of us and mm -hmm. what we, is. Right. I didn't even go up there, I had to go up there and pay because she already knew and every one of us was just like that. She knew what every one of us drank. I think the only thing she clarified was, do you still want vanilla today or do you want another flavor? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, that kind exactly. of thing. So it really wasn't that, mm -hmm. I don't know how it felt to you, but to us it didn't look like that big a deal because... There may be four people out here, but she already knows exactly what we're going to order. Mm -hmm. You know, so she just goes back there and she, you know starts, starts kicking it out. it out. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Awesome. And so, what have you done differently than in the past month that qu has quadrupled growth? I think people are just they want something healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're. I have so many diabetics coming in and people that are not. They don't understand what keto is and we, we refer them to Marty, her new class that she has mm -hmm. because it would take a long time for us to explain everything. But they come in because they've heard it or they're seeing our pictures because she posts everything. She's very creative posting everything. And we have to do that. We have to use social media 
to get everything out there. So it is exhausting to do this, but it's important because people see, they eat Mm -hmm. with their eyes. So my daughter always tells me. It's so true. And they're hungry. And what are they going to reach for? You know, 10 years ago, it would have been Taco Bell for me, a burrito and a Dr. Pepper for $3.75. And, you know, that's just like a slow death. I mean, I know if you're doing this today, it's okay. I'm not judging you on it, but (laughs) I'm just saying it is, you're never going to feel better Mm -hmm. unless you put something different in your body. And if it's fresh and it's, you know, for us, what works is the keto, but if if it's paleo, if you're, you know, if you're a vegetarian, we have several vegans that come in Mm -hmm. for their um, almond coffee in the morning. Mm -hmm. You have to find what works for you, I think, and really be serious about it. And love it enough to want to change or you'll stay the same yes oh that's beautiful so where can we find y'all and follow y'all all on social media where where can everybody go um well our website is under construction right now um until it's fully finished i want it to just be completely done before we launch it um but on facebook um you can find us at lady diana's zen cafe Awesome. And then on Instagram, where a lot of our pictures um, are plated, um, it's Zen Coffee House, right? Yes. Okay. I don't think that's it. I'll, I, will, <laughs> I, will, I will find that out and we'll link it in the Zen show notes Cafe below. Dot coffee house, I yes. Think. I think that's what it is. Okay. Am I just agreeing? I don't know. <laughs> it's a combination of those words. Then you will make sure it's accurate in post. <laughs> awesome. Yes, we'll make sure it's all posted in the show notes below. So I have a couple more questions before we wrap things up today. Sure. But I, we were talking a little bit about um, my brand before this and how it's all about fitness and health empowerment and how we want to give people the tools to be successful in their everyday lives so that when they do have a struggle with something, they know where to go and they know how to take that next step. So what has been a recent, I guess, maybe client that has come in and you've really seen them be empowered through your food and your coffee and your tea. Do you have a, a, like a specific story maybe? Well, I, I know Martha. We'll go back yes. to Martha again. Martha's a thing. You know, she's, it's been a big struggle for her, but she's from a year ago to today, she looks like a different woman. So yeah. I'll give her the gold star Thank for you. that. So beautiful. <laughs> I can think of, <laughs> I'm thinking of, I walked in here and you were talking to a lady that's diabetic. I think she was already doing your class and mm-hmm. she started keto and she went from these horribly high blood sugars. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Talk and about her because she's, she's fabulous. And she began as one of my students right when I opened the studio. And I remember it was such a struggle to get through a, a Zumba class because She's petite and tiny and carries a lot of excess body weight. Just weight weight around the middle. Yes. Yes. Which is typical of somebody with diabetes that's kind of out of control. Yes. And her numbers were crazy, like over 300. Oh, wow. Blood sugars. And so she has taken um, my low-impact dance class, which I love, the low-impact, where we do rumba, samba, salsa, belly dance. You were telling me about the belly dance, and Mm -hmm. I've got to come to one of those. It's low-impact, and then we combined yoga where you never have to go to the floor because that intimidates people who are not conditioned mm, going to the floor and getting up is very hard if you're not used to it yes. and so um, she found out about the class she's been coming to the class on Wednesdays and we're offering it as like a little workshop for four weeks see if you like it before you really want to get into it and she yeah. loves it Aww. her blood sugar is like 80 now Oh wow, that's From a huge three, drop. Yeah, and yeah. she feels and she can she can feel that drop. Mm-hmm. And she's this is a person like 
you know, I just come in here for my regular green tea mm-hmm. and they're in here visiting, you know, and she's talking to her about the, the diet. And I guess when, that day I had come in here, she had already started the keto diet and she's telling Diana about her blood sugars coming down. And it, it really kind of feels weird for her not to be living with it that high, but just kind of listening to her story, it just, it. it just was exciting to me, it is. Um, you know, cause my mother-in-law has, um, diabetes that's been uncontrolled for years and years and so I know what that end outcome can be for her and it's so exciting that she's excited that she now feels empowered mm-hmm. by by this lifestyle that she's gonna she's gonna end up you know dropping that weight and she is gonna be she, healthy and no. she's probably gonna you know be able to you know just continue taking all those medications and stuff so it's I believe that she's already seeing such a big huge difference she says I might even giving myself injections like I had been several times a day. Oh, you know? wow. What so a relief. It is a relief because it is well, – my mother was a diabetic, so I saw – she was a healthy, very strong diabetic. She had to give injections, but she ate very clean. Mm-hmm. She exercised regularly. She did. She's a big inspiration in my life and just worked out. And I will tell you, she passed away from cancer, but because she worked out so much and lifted mm-hmm. weights in her life – She'd be with her little dumbbells, and she'd be walking with a stick, I guess, to protect herself from dogs. But she was walking <laughs> at a fast rate where she mm-hmm. was perspiring. In her last days when she was um, about to pass away, like about two months, she fell and fell on concrete mm-hmm. and had a little cut on her nose. And I thought with her body was riddled with cancer, she didn't crush not one bone. Wow. I mean, she fell, and it was hard. But right. because of her weight there and exercises, yes. Her bones were mm-hmm. stronger than the usual person. I know that. What a testament. Beautiful yeah. testament. And talking about, I just want to clarify, you know, since this is a podcast and other people are going to be listening to anytime Diana and even and even myself and or if we're talking to somebody in here, because a lot of times if I walk in, she'll pull me into that conversation. When it comes to somebody with a diagnosis and taking medication, we always say, go talk to Marty. Mm-hmm. Marty's a physician assistant here in town. She's experienced in this diet, but she's also a physician assistant. Mm-hmm. You know, so just clarify that we always point them in a medical direction. Yes. You know, especially when medication and, you know, a serious diagnosis are involved. Um, she probably, uh, probably 50% of her business comes from us. <laughs> yeah. Go see Marty. Go yes, see Marty. Absolutely. That's because we, we don't have, we have a lot of knowledge, but we're not, we don't have anything behind our name to just say, you know, we can, we can recommend well, this you, diet you for you. Well, you do have know. the lady Diana Zen Cafe <laughs> reputation behind yeah. her name. So it, it is growing. So it, it has and, grown. You know, it's even though this is like such a big thing in the fitness industry right now is there's people who are becoming personal trainers or nutritionists and they don't have that schooling and that background. And you'll see commonly that because they have done a transformation for their self, they're now credible. And I think to an extent that's Mm -hmm. very true is you have mastered this, you know, ketogenic lifestyle and, you know, Mm -hmm. adding in the exercise in your story by sharing that lets other people have that optimism and that hope of, oh, she did it. I can do it too. Mm -hmm. And I think that is just really powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. So I guess on the flip side then, who empowers both of you on a daily basis? each other you I know so. um, there's just we we hold each other accountable um, and then when one is too tired and too you know just having an off day the other person helps carry words of affirmation um, support encouragement you know this is this is something that I knew when she was opening was 
a dream of hers mm-hmm. and knowing that I have a skill set that can help that can help enable this dream come into fruition you know that speaks very greatly on my heart as her daughter you know not only as a friend but as her daughter and so um, you know words of affirmation are very important and sometimes the, the seat gets hot you know <laughs> um, you know working behind the bar but you know it's us we spend all day together mm-hmm. you know and, and when I venture and hope to get into grad school I know she's going to support you know my dream in pursuing further education and so um, I would say it's I, we, we empower we each do. other because if we're not doing that then we can't empower the women and men that come to class you know and sometimes you know with just a busy long day and a very short weekend we can kind of lose sight and lose mm-hmm. that kind of contagious energy and so I mean I know I know when I'm really tired she definitely <laughs> lifts me up more so than caffeine and um, you know that's just a special bond that we have Oh, it I is. love to hear that. It is special. I will say yes to all that. And then I will, <laughs> I'm going to add just that God, because mm-hmm. as we begin our day, I, and I will tell you just from exhaustion, sometimes I forget to say, you know, just help me get through this one day, God. Just help me get my foot out of the bed. <laughs> it's 4.45 and I may keep it there until 5.30. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, His grace always shows me so much. And the very beginning of this business really was I didn't know how it was going to help people but I I knew it couldn't be just about Adelaide and and definitely myself it it can't be just about us but we had to show his love some way and why not through food you Mm -hmm. know because through food or conversation and God is love Mm -hmm. and I know that might sound just kind of corny but in kind of a crazy time that we live in you know, we never know who comes through the doors, who needs us. Right. And and a lot of times we need them. Mm-hmm. So I think keeping that and lifting each other up and keeping God first as always, I hope we can always do that. And I know she reminds me and I know I remind her. So as long as we do that and not get above our raisin in some kind of a way, because <laughs> it, is, it is a blessing what we're doing mm-hmm. for each other. It mm-hmm. will bless her and it's a blessing for the community. And... You don't really, I don't think we hear that too much today, you know. We can still receive blessings. And why not through food that is wellness, that feeds your body and keeps you healthy and strong. Oh, absolutely. I love that. I'm I'm obsessed with food, so <laughs> hopefully not in a bad way. But, you know, it does. It's so, so many good things for us. And, you know... We don't have control over everything. I'm thinking but... too, because you had done a podcast, I think, or a video, I'm not sure which, about like... Um, I think you talked about how your parents raised y'all and like, you know, take all you want, but eat all you take kind yes. of thing. Like, uh-huh. what, you know, and, and you sound like a lot like my mom in as much as like, that's how she showed her family love, mm-hmm. like through the cooking and, and, you know, that kind of thing. And it's a love language. Cooking it is. is a, it, it is. is. It really love language. Is. <laughs> so it's almost like y'all taking that love language to another level because you're, you're not just loving and feeding your family in this community, but you are giving them a healthy food to eat mm-hmm. and doing it with love. And and I love that because you are taking, um, you know, these common uh, comfort food type recipes mm-hmm. and you are converting them to a ketogenic um, friendly lifestyle, which I love that because I'm not going to make that entire recipe just for me. So that's why I come in here because you did. <laughs> so, so uh, but it's like you've taken that, you know, love that you have mm-hmm. with cooking for your family. You've taken it to the community, but you've taken it to a whole other level mm-hmm. by offering it in a healthy way. 
Definitely. I love it. I love that too. And she always says that, you know, we bring our boys home, her brothers, and I bring the boys back because she's my daughter and we have three boys. My husband and I. Oh, okay. So we know it's food that brings them back. (laughs) You know, once a month we'll have a dinner Mm -hmm. and everyone comes together. And that's so important in our family, sitting down with, with good food. Well, I love that y'all live close enough to be able to do that. I do, too. (laughs) I know. Awesome. Well, last question, and both of you need to answer it separately. So you have 30 seconds in an elevator with someone, and they look at you, and they say, how can I be empowered to take the next step on my health and fitness journey? What do you tell them? Take small steps and take a little – it's all tiny, tiny steps. Mm -hmm. But I would begin with green tea. Begin with green, green tea. tea because it's delicious okay. and it's simple <laughs> and you'll feel energetic. You'll mm-hmm. feel good from drinking it. Love it. And then take something that they're eating daily away and then find something you love. Not everyone is conditioned. I think we have some great leaders in our community. Um, Nick with CrossFit, mm-hmm. Leah with Camp Gladiator. Mm-hmm. My daughter loves fitness workouts like that that are really yes. tough. I love dance mm-hmm. and dance is what works for me. So you got to find what you love. Find what you love. Beautiful. Adelaide? Um, I would say take a moment to listen to your body um, and some of the things that may be going on and that you may be taking a supplement or a medication to quiet it. Maybe really, really hear what your body's giving or the signals. Um, and by taking, uh, I guess, in-depth research, like, if this is your health and you are feeling this way, well, then how can you, how can you help that? How can you help the body? Um, and so filling the mind with information on what you're particularly going through and then filling it with good product. You know, you don't have to have every type of awesome organic product, but if you could have a staple like the green tea, your water, mm-hmm. you know, um, your greens, uh, getting that in is very important and you know also finding something that you love and if you're able to do it with somebody you know do that for community and if not know that you're depositing um what you're doing now is going to affect you in the future and so you're working at having a healthier future um so you know it, it takes one step at a time and nothing ever happens overnight it's that, that patience right there you know you're gonna have to come to terms with it but in the end it's it's worth it I mean, y'all are both a testament to that. It's yeah. absolutely worth it what you're doing. So I love that. So we're take, you. taking small steps, drinking yes. green tea, and listening to our bodies. Yes. Beautiful. Well, ladies, thank you so, so, so much for letting us be here and sharing your story with myself and with the audience. And, you know, I think this is going to bring more folks your way. And I'm so excited to just follow you all on Facebook and Instagram and see, see where everything goes. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for coming thank in and asking. Absolutely. And I'm sure I'll see you all again soon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here with us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, then make sure you head over to iTunes or SoundCloud and give it a five-star rating and an honest review so that you can help us grow and reach more people with our uh, lessons on empowerment and health and wellness. And until next time, have an awesome day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message 
This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most. And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes, give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.